0: Welcome to the first episode of PHPod, a podcast brought to you by the Boston University School of Public Health and Public Health Post. I'm Nick Diamond, Managing Editor of PHP. PHPod extends PHP's mission to join and drive the national dialogue on public health. This podcast series features conversations with public health influencers, tackling topics that may be familiar but are sometimes uncomfortable. In episode one, we'll hear from Michael Botticelli on the politics of the opioid epidemic. Mr. Botticelli is the executive director of the Graykin Center for Addiction. He is one of the nation's leading addiction experts, and he served as the director of National Drug Control Policy at the White House under President Obama. Mr. Botticelli was the first person to hold that position who was also in long-term recovery from a substance use disorder and who came from a public health background. Mr. Botticelli will describe the state of the opioid epidemic explain how policies changed in the eras of Obama and Trump, highlight bipartisan efforts, and offer advice to the current generation of public health practitioners who are responding to the epidemic. We start our conversation with the spark that lit the fire under him to pursue his work in public health.
1: So I, I think like many people who... Um, uh work in public health and particularly in the substance use field you know um um it was really my own kind of personal experience and my own personal recovery that uh uh really kind of created for me a desire uh to work in this field um the there is a great tradition in the recovery world um to give back uh, to those folks who might be still struggling. And and for me, that really kind of shaped an opportunity uh, to begin work working in public health. And I, w- I was very fortunate as part of my early career um, to uh, secure a position at the Massachusetts Department of Public Health in their Bureau of Addiction Services. Um, and that really kind of sparked not, not only my uh, kind of interest in the substance use field, uh, but, in public health work um, in general and and kind of the other piece too, it was also. At the the height of the HIV epidemic and and for me, um, you know, seeing um, both the devastation of the uh, HIV epidemic, um, but also how uh, how vibrant uh, and participatory a public health response could be re- uh, really um, uh, kind of cemented uh, my desire to kind of stay in this field um, and continue to do work. Uh, uh, primarily in um, both HIV and, and the substance use field.
0: So you mentioned how the HIV epidemic was part of the spark that lit this fire under you to pursue this work in public health and the substance use field, particularly around the opioid epidemic. And I'm wondering if you could speak about the state of the opioid epidemic for our listeners who might not know the toll that it's taking on our country.
1: So, you you know, there's there there is really no kind of denying the the magnitude of the opioid epidemic. Um, You know, the latest uh, kind of national data that we have was about 72000 people uh, in the United States died of a drug related overdoses. And, you know, that has surpassed. Fatalities, uh, uh, motor vehicle fatalities, uh, fatalities from gunshots, and it's even surpassed um, uh, deaths due to HIV and AIDS at the height of uh, of the epidemic. So, you know, this is kind of undisputably the, you know, the most significant kind of health e- epidemic that we've had in a very long time. And certainly probably the largest kind of drug epidemic uh, that uh, we've had ever in the United States, you know, and, and this epidemic um, because of the magnitude is very, very personal for for many many people um uh you know uh, uh Blue Cross Blue Shield did a study here in Massachusetts and and showed that 25% of people know someone who's died uh as a result of the uh epidemic and 50% of people know someone who's been impacted by this. So, you know, those data get borne out by just the incredible amount of pain and suffering uh, that, you know, families and communities have experienced. So, you know, it, it is really, um, you know, just an incredibly pervasive uh, epidemic that we have, not only here in Massachusetts, but across the country.
0: How have policies changed as the opioid epidemic has changed under the Obama and Trump administrations?
1: So, you know, if, if you look at the history of federal drug policy, um, you know, one can see both policy and funding largely focused kind of on a war on drugs approach. And by that, i meaning, you know, policy and funding largely focused on law enforcement responses uh, to reducing drug use and its consequences, um, as well as focusing on kind of what we call a supply reduction, you know, reducing the supply of drugs. And historically, very little of federal, uh, federal drug spending and policy was really focused on public health and health-related approaches, prevention, treatment, and recovery. Um, and, you know, under President Obama, there was a real pivot in both drug... Um, uh, spending and uh, uh, drug policy to really focusing on a public health response to this epidemic as and a health response, and you know it, it, there's there's probably kind of no better example of it than um, the impact of the Affordable Care Act by not only providing insur- insurance coverage, but, but also mandating a substance use disorder benefit uh, for the Affordable Care Act. Um, you know, unfortunately, what we've seen under the Trump administration is, while we've seen, you know, some additional funding for primarily for states to respond to this uh, epidemic uh, from a health-related response, you know, there, there has also been, you know, a... Uh, uh, attempts by the Trump administration and, and by Republicans in Congress to repeal, uh, repeal the Affordable Care Act. And, you know, you, you cannot, it's, it's kind of, it's an oxymoron to say that you, you know, from an administration standpoint, that uh, you support health responses um, and simultaneously want to eviscerate the very mechanism by which people are getting addiction treatment and care in the United States, or, or by saying that if we build a border wall, we can stop drugs from coming into the United States. So, so you know the the um, you know sometimes the rhetoric doesn't match the real policy on the ground, and and I think you know kind of what you know what we're seeing, unfortunately, is a kind of a pivot back um, to kind of a law enforcement response. To drug use and its consequences, and the opioid epidemic.
0: So there are these two different responses: one is a public health approach, and the other is a law enforcement approach. Where do you see bipartisan efforts to mitigate the epidemic?
1: So I do think, um, you know, that that when you look at kind of um, uh, partisan. Kind of politics, both in in Washington and and even at the state level, I I do think there is significant consensus, uh, uh, a political consensus at both the kind of uh, state and national level, that the majority of of our response. Um, should be focused on those health related responses. And and you know and I would say that that is not just with kind of elected representatives. I you know I I think over the past 10 years we've seen a dramatic sea change even among law enforcement uh, in their response to this epidemic and you know you you constantly hear law enforcement officers Talking about the fact that we can't arrest our way out of this problem, and you know we've seen countless law enforcement agencies, you know, administering naloxone or supporting people into treatment. So, um, you know, I, I I do think that that you know, kind of by and large, when you compare it to kind of politics in general, that you know there has been a you know kind of a consi- uh, you know a consistent consensus uh, among uh, you know, uh, the political spectrum that, you know, our response should be focused on a health response.
0: You say that our response should be a health response. What advice would you give to the current generation who are responding to the opioid epidemic?
1: So, you know, so part of what I think we've got to do as we move forward here is not be short sighted uh, that and, you know, and celebrate if we make some kind of short term gains here, but really, you know, really think about how might we use the opioid epidemic and the resources that are coming in now to really make kind of systemic changes in how we have approached kind of drug use in the United States. And, you know, I'm somewhat optimistic that if you think about, you know, kind of criminal justice reform efforts and our opportunities to more thoroughly integrate addiction into kind of mainstream health care and really looking at our treatment system and looking at some of those kind of root cause issues that, you know, I, I am somewhat hopeful that that we might be able to kind of use the epidemic as an opportunity to make enduring change.
0: PH Pod is a podcast brought to you by the Boston University School of Public Health and Public Health Post, which informs and inflects the broader conversation on health and social justice. Every day we feature new articles about the state of the health of the population. Join the conversation on social media and subscribe to the PHP Friday Roundup To receive our stories of the week delivered to your inbox by visiting publichealthpost.org.